Podcasting from the Midwest, this is No Bullies Please with Zach, the Zombie, and myself, Chad Hunter. Joining us is our sometimes co-host, Orlando. Hey! And we're here to discuss bullying prevention and promoting empathy in kids with a dash of humor, hope, and zombies. (sighs) Not only am I the host, but I'm also the author of the children's book, Zach and the Zombie, No Bullies Please. And I'm the presenter and developer of the school presentations, No Bullies Please, and Rise Up, Stand Up. All right, folks, welcome to the next episode of No Bullies Please with Zach and the Zombie, myself, and Orlando. Hello. (laughs) Today we're going to be doing a talk about... um, kind of like child wellness like right now you know we're also we're in the middle of a pandemic uh hopefully towards the end of the pandemic but who knows also another thing that is happening is a raise in depression in children and younger teens and uh children so there's definitely uh a lot that's going on there's a lot of stress that's out there so in addition to talking about bullying um Orlando and I are going to talk about three things that kids, you know, his age group, you know, he's nine, are, (laughs) he's still nine, are experiencing, and he's going to give us three ways that he personally um, is using to cope with. So just an FYI, we're not, we're not therapists, we're not Mm -hmm. child psychologists, but Uh -uh. we are coming from the standpoint of a parent and a child, and we're going to talk about child wellness. So Orlando... Give us three uh, issues, three three stressors that kids are facing right now. The uh, like bullying, um, maybe a lot of homework and not being able to focus in like studies or school because I know that a lot of schools have gone like home. Have right. gone like online. All right, so we got e stress. I mean, uh, e learning stress. Okay. And give us two more. Let's, I mean, bullying. We know bullying is out there, but let's let's talk about two more that you personally have experience with. Um. I know one of them. I know because he's talked to me about it, is um the barrage of 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 negativity in the news, like the stress from you know hearing about pandemics every day, the stress of hearing about racism and civil unrest. So we got. St- well, just three stressors. We've got e-learning. We've got, um, you know, just like a general fog of, of negativity out there. And what's one more stressor, son? Another stressor is another pretty popular one is definitely coping. It's just the pandemic in general because, honestly, this entire thing with staying inside and like not being able to do everything, like every like basically everything that you want to do is like closed or something, and like so it that makes it really stressful. All right, so the three stressors that we're gonna talk about, uh, we've got one, we've got um, you know pandemic related stress, two we've got stress from e learning. And three, we have stress from, um, uh, let's call it information overload, negativity from information overload. So, uh, Orlando, let's get one way that you cope with pandemic stress. 
Um, one way that I cope with pandemic stress. Excuse me. Another thing that I've been invested about in that is using your creativity. This works for all three. Using your creativity to just come up with something. Lately, I have been working on producing my own music. Um, I've been working on songwriting, and another one. I'm also starting. Um, a mini little show series on my channel. On YouTube. On YouTube. And we'll make sure that we put the link up and, and everything for his channel. Yep. Uh, from a parental standpoint, one way to ha help your child help with pandemic stress is um, to talk about it. I think uh, a lot of kids are uh, feeling things that they don't know that they feel, but it, it shows up as irritability or, or stressed out activity, um, stressed out, uh, lashing out. And it's good to sit down and say, well, you know, what do you feel? And just to kind of keep burrowing down. And eventually, you know, you might hear that they're hearing the, you know, the, unfortunately the death toll, etc. And another way that, uh, I find parents can help out with pandemic stress is they don't need to hear all the things that we hear about the pandemic. So, yeah. you know, I, I had a bad habit and have a bad habit of just leaving the news on all day because I'm trying to hear you know, like what's going on and et cetera. And <clears throat> Orlando's in earshot. And then I realize that he's hearing this, whether he's paying active attention to it or not. And that's still focusing on him. So I'm doing better. I'm trying to turn the news off, trying to just put music on during the day. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it's not sheltering him, but there's information that he can't do anything with. And therefore, it you know, it could just bring them down. So let's go on to uh, information overload, son. You know, you we've talked about stress you felt because you were hearing about uh, politics and the election and, and racism. So how did that how did that make you feel? And what way besides creativity did you cope with it? Um, it made me feel very maybe sad and useless in a way, like, I can't do anything about it, so it's, like, it's, like, the feeling of not being able to do anything just can really make you just, like, down. Okay, and, and what's the way that you coped? Um, I have been drawing, oh, I've been drawing how I feel. A lot of my, like, I've been drawing a lot of stuff, basically just what the stress and sadness feels like. To see if I can just basically, in a way, in a good way, haunt the paper. Like, take all the sadness, slap it onto the paper, and just, like, make sure that the sadness never comes back to me. So I'm trying to get all of my sadness and stress out by drawing how I feel. Uh, th those are great points, son. And from a parental standpoint, um, you know, talking, once again, talk to your kids about what they may have heard um, on the news and, you know, whether it be racism or politics or because as you know, because as adults, there's things that we see on the news that don't make sense. Like, why would that person say this? Or, you know, why did this happen? Or why this tragedy? And if we as adults struggle to make sense out of it, imagine how kids uh, must feel. So definitely talking to, to our kids, I think also uh, relating a personal perspective Orlando told me that he had fears, you know, with the information uh, being highlighted about mm -hmm. um, 
you know, blacks being, uh, being shot by law enforcement. He felt worried about me. And I told him, you know, experiences I had had positive and negative with members of law enforcement. And then, um, you know, I also pointed out things about, uh, and this is just one example, but things about like civil rights and how far I think we've come and how far still I think we have to go. And, and we talked about, uh, racism and prejudice, but we also talk about the good in people. And I think as long as we balance out our, our communication with kids with the good, we can talk to them about the bad. And, um, yes. And so last, let's talk about, uh, the stress from e-learning. Oh, this is <laughs> probably the worst. I mean, it's don't just... say any teachers names or schools name. Cause his school is doing an amazing job. Yes, and his they teachers really are. are doing an amazing job. It's um, it's just different right now, and you know to play it to play it healthy and safe. Um, it's just it, it's causing some some stress. So I'm sorry. So what kind of stress are you finding with e-learning? Um, a lot of stress is from honestly my grades. Like sometimes if I like get like a couple questions wrong, and then it's like not a very good score, or it's. It's a good score, but not the best it could be. It's like, oh my gosh, like, like what if I next time I get like a super low score and then it'll like F and then like fail the class or something. And sometimes I know you're stressed out by like the amount of time it might take on an assignment and, you know, how you feel like you've been working all day and still have homework to do. And yeah. And like he said, the teachers are very good. Um... Especially teacher one, two, seven. <laughs> How are you, what methods of coping are you using to handle your e-learning stress? Maybe coming up with dances and basically a lot of the other ones. Like songwriting, not necessarily about e-learning, but just like songwriting. From a parental standpoint, things that we have found... Um, with e-learning stress, because like right now <laughs> your kids are with you a large part of the day. If you're staying at home with them to help out. Even they're stressed. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's stressful for us too, as parents. Uh, I told somebody the other day, I think I'm doing better now in fourth grade than I was doing the time I went through it the first time. Um, I think it's extremely important for parents to be involved in your kid's schedule um, mm -hmm. because I think if, I mean, they're kids and if you just say, Hey, school starts at eight and get your homework done, it might be seven o'clock at night and they haven't started anything because they're kids and without a we teacher, forget. yeah, they forget. And without a teacher or some type of structure, they may not be able to stay on point. Um, <sighs> me personally, I have to, I have to step away because there's times I get stressed out with, <laughs> with, the way things are going or, and like it gets kind of heated and mm -hmm. I'm trying to do better with that. But then at the same time, I realize it's a stressful situation. It's, it's not going to be easy all the time. It's not going to be hard all the time, e-learning, but it's not going to be easy. It's stressful. So uh, I've embraced that it's going to have difficulties and I do try and communicate with Orlando. So we try and knock out either the the easy assignments first if he's kind of having a slow start or we knock out the hard assignments first if he wakes up and he's like on fire ready to just like you know kick out all the hard stuff so it's a you know as a parent we try and 
be both flexible but but structured. Structure, you know, it should take so many hours to get this done. Make sure you go to your your meets, your virtual meets for your classes on time. But flexible, and then you know, some days are going to take longer than others. And <laughs> bless you, son. Thank you. This, hey, this is podcasting, folks. Folks, you're going to hear sneezes and coughs and everything. So it is an it is an unusual time for everybody, uh, especially for for families, especially for for parents and kids. And if you enjoy this type of uh, discussion on No Bullies, Please, we're going to keep doing them. Yeah, if you like it, just like it. Give, drop a like and make sure to follow this podcast and leave a comment about how much you like it. And I think above all else, um, because, you know, we're also dealing with our kids as they change. Kids are starting puberty. Kids are in puberty. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, that. You know, kids are not seeing their friends as much. Uh, and and we we try and set up, you know, digital meets or digital phone calls where they can talk. And I know it's not the same as getting honestly, together. I feel like I'm growing apart from many friends. Like, sometimes I'm, like, I'm just, like, not in the mood to, like, call anyone or something or just, like... Well, and... Like, when they call, I'm like, oh, yeah, sorry, dude, I just gotta go, or, like, sorry, I gotta go. But, like, I hope none of them are listening to this, and they're like, oh, wow, that's why Orlando's ghosting me. But there's a lot that we've never faced before as as people. We've never had to e-learn before. We've never had to e-learn mm. under a pandemic before. Mm-mm. We've never had to e-learn under a pandemic during nope. a year of crazy political oh, discussions. 2020. And so, you know, I think the most important thing is to always remember that you're doing the best you can with what you got. That although you're stressing each other out, you do all love each other, and that you don't want to see each other sick or in the hospital or, or on a ventilator, etc. Mm-hmm. And so, try and focus on the good. Work your way through the bad. Structure helps, but so does flexibility. Yep. And that is our show. So, yep. um, I hope you guys have enjoyed it. I hope these pointers have helped out. And as always, we say no bullies, please, and uh, do good. Be good. And And no no bullies, bullies, please. please. You guys take care. Thank you. Thanks for listening to No Bullies, Please with Zach, the zombie, Orlando, and myself, Chad Hunter. If you like our show and want to know more, check out www.zackandthezombie.com. That's www.zackandthezombie.com. Order your copy of Zack and the Zombie on Amazon. Join us next week, and until then, do good... Be good and and no no bullies, bullies, please.